The day has finally come, according to Ryan Novozinski. Today is the day, when this episode goes live, that Lindy Ruff is going to make cuts. So is Alexander Holt safe? Is Fabian Zetterlin safe? And also, why not make a case for Graham Clark? We have a lot to talk about in today's episode. Also, got an update on Nico Heischer. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. Before we get into business, a couple of personal announcements. So my apologies for not posting an episode yesterday. I was dealing with a sore throat, so I wasn't really up to full strength to record an episode. I will make it up to you guys. Uh, so if my throat sounds a little scratchy or if it's not uh, sounding 100%, that's what I'm dealing with for the time being. And also, guys, I am on top of the moon right now. Mama, we made it. The New Jersey Devils official Twitter page follows my personal account at TreyMat4 and also the show's Twitter account at LockedOnDevils. So almost a year ago, Bryce Salvador, former captain for the New Jersey Devils, uh, I believe appeared on this show for my 300th episode, and he followed the show's uh, Twitter page and also my personal Twitter page. And I thought that was the best I was going to get. But no, the New Jersey Devils official Twitter page now follows me on at TreyMat4 and also at Locked On Devils. So that was really exciting to see. So uh, I got to up my Twitter game a little bit. I got to be like my buddy, uh, the Brat Pack. I got to be like uh, Pucks and Pitchforks. I got to I gotta be like Ryan Novozinski. I got to like tweet left and right and just try to give you guys even juicier things on Twitter. So over the summer, I started in integrating uh, Stephen A. Smith memes. You guys seem to enjoy that. So I think I'm going to go back to that uh, at an appropriate time. So just wanted to give you guys those little tidbits before we get into business. So uh, the previous preseason game for New Jersey Devils against the New York Islanders, not a sight to behold. I am so glad that game is over. They came out on the losing end by a score of 5-2. But we're not really going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about some metrics to the game. So we're going to talk about Alexander Holtz and Fabian Zetterlin, part like 10 or so. I know you guys are getting tired of me talking about it, but tomorrow it's been confirmed, or when this episode goes live, that Lindy Ruff is going to make cuts to the roster. And I feel as though I got to get out my last opinions before everything becomes official. And then we're going to talk about Graham Clark. So I figured, like, you know, since roster cuts are tomorrow, might as well just uh, get him into the mix as potentials who can make the opening night roster because he's been having a solid preseason outing. And then I got an update on Nico Heischer, and it is good news, and it's been confirmed by a few reporters amongst the New Jersey Devils organization. So let's talk about Alexander Holtz and Fabian Zetterlin. So a couple episodes ago, I talked about who do I think is going to be on the chopping blocks for the New Jersey Devils. I talked about some players who are on the fringe. So I've mentioned like Miles Wood. I've mentioned Alexander Holtz. I mentioned Fabian Zetterlin, obviously. I mentioned um, Michael McLeod and also Andreas Johnson. And I also read some excerpts from uh, my buddies over at Pucks and Pitchforks and just basically said like, look, here's what I think is going to happen with the final cuts. So my overall decision was that I think Andreas Johnson is on the chopping blocks for New Jersey Devils because he wasn't in the lineup for 
the Devils this time around against the New York Islanders. So I think that's a clear indication. I think that's a dead giveaway that Andreas Johnson, I think he's on borrowed time, and I don't think he's going to make the opening night roster because I don't think anyone's going to claim his contract. And even if they do, that kind of does help the New Jersey Devils. I also said Michael McLeod, and I said that Lindy Ruff could do something controversial and cut both respective players to make room for another prospect. So maybe someone like Graham Clark, but I don't want to jump into that segment quite yet. Let's focus on Alexander Holtz and Fabian Zetterlin. Now, the thing about Alexander Holtz is that he's shown some capability. Like he's shown the ability to shoot the puck and he's shown the ability to play make, but he hasn't shown the ability to find the back of the net because he still hasn't scored during the course of preseason. And a lot of people on Devils Twitter have been saying, Alexander Holtz needs to score if he wants to make the opening night roster. And I said, that's not necessarily true. I think Alexander Holtz has proven that he is capable of scoring, especially what he was able to do during the prospects tournament and also what he's been able to do in practice, the inner squad matchups. I think Alexander Holtz has made it clear that he is a sniper and that he will find the back of the net sooner rather than later. I'd rather him struggle right now during the course of preseason then come the regular season. And Fabian Zellin has also been doing pretty well during the course of preseason as as well. So it's just like, you know, what, what decision do you make? Because one has a waiver exempt and the other doesn't. So Alexander Holtz uh, can be sent down to Utica with no repercussions, whereas Fabian Zetterlin would have to clear waivers before he reaches Utica. Now, I, I think if you were to ask people just a few weeks ago, I think they were saying that Fabian Zetterlin would make the opening night roster as opposed to Alexander Holtz. And I always said, pump the brakes on that. That's not entirely confirmed. Because I said, don't sleep on Alexander Holtz because look what he was able to do in Utica. And if you give him a bigger role, maybe we can see more production out of him in that sort of way. And I think he's proven it when he was paired alongside with Andre Pilat and Jack Hughes. Now, the, the fact of the matter is this, guys. According to Ryan Novozinski, who recently uh, interviewed Alexander Holtz uh, post-game, he said, I really got to score, though. I'm taking a step, but I need to put the puck in the net. So I think Alexander Holtz has seen the criticism because I think Devils fans want to see the um, the actual result of why we drafted him in the first place. They want to see Alexander Holtz score. Now, I'm going to explain to you why I think Alexander Holtz can still make the opening night roster, but I, he doesn't need to score during the course of preseason. It, it doesn't even matter because the Devils have one more preseason game and cuts are going to be made. Uh, when this episode goes live. So it's just like, we'll react to that in tomorrow's episode. But ultimately, um, I think Alexander Holtz, like I said, has proven that he is capable of doing so much better this time around for a devil's organization. If he doesn't, you can always just send him down with no repercussion. I, the thing is like, I don't want Alexander Holtz to like begin the season in Utica because I think he's done his time. We can't keep him in Utica forever because Come next year, we're going to be put into the same situation once again. I don't know what the contract situation is like, but, you know, you got to keep in mind that Shimon Nemetz, you know, he's looked pretty solid during the course of preseason. I don't think he's going to make the opening night roster, but come next year, I definitely think he's going to uh, make a name for himself. Same with Luke Hughes. So, you know, you're going to get more prospects. You're going to get more young guys. And we don't even know what the Devils are going to do during the course of the offseason next year. And, you know, it raises that question like, you know, this is going to get worse, but it's a good type of situation to be in because I'd rather have too much talent than too little. And that's the issue that the Devils have been dealing with the past couple of years. So it's just like you got to kind of make the decision right now because you don't want to like uh, put Alexander Holtz behind the eight ball in terms of his development. Like 
a phrase I use religiously on this show is strike while the iron is hot. And the iron right now is hot for Alexander Holtz because he came into the prospects tournament with uh, a vengeance. He came in with a sense of urgency. He's gotten stronger. He's gotten faster. And during the course of preseason, yes, he hasn't been able to score, but you know, he's relentless in that regard. So, you know, it, I'd rather him take like 10 or so shots and miss everything versus him just take one or two shots. And, you know, he's basically a non-factor out there. I think Alexander Holtz, like, you know, come time, he will find the back of the net more consistently. And it's good for him to get these reps. And I like to call preseason sort of like beta NHL games, just because, you know, teams aren't going a uh, hundred miles from an hour. They're not really going 100%. So it's good that Alexander Holtz are, is getting these reps right now. So, you know, what does this mean for Fabian Zetterlin? I still think that Fabian Zetterlin is going to make the opening night roster. It's going to be a tough decision for New Jersey Devils because you got people like Nico Heischer, Jesper Bratt, Andre Palat, Jack Hughes, Yegor Sharangovich, and I'll put Dawson Mercer in that regards. They've all but got a solidified position on the New Jersey Devils roster. And then Tomas Tatar, what he's been able to do during the course of preseason, I think he has also solidified himself a position. Miles Wood, same uh, situation, just how quick he looks and how much a factor he could be on the bottom six. And then you look at Eric Holla. Holla will definitely be an X factor. One of my colleagues over at the Hockey Writers, uh, Christy Flannery, she was big on Eric Holla during the course of the offseason. Now it just comes down to like Nathan Bastian, Michael McLeod, and Andreas Johnson. You know, which one of those players do you cut? And I think Nathan Bastian makes a team. But now it's just like what, you know, who, who is going to, you know, be put onto waivers. And if I had to make a prediction, I would say that, unfortunately, you're going to have to cut Andreas Johnson. And I think you would have to cut Michael McLeod as well if you want to make room for Alexander Holtz and uh, Fabian Zetterlin. Like, that's what my colleagues over at Pucks and Pitchforks also predicted. And that could be somewhat controversial, but I think it's the correct thing to do because for Andreas Johnson, I sometimes forget that he's on the roster and then, for Michael McLeod, for the uppieth time, I'm not trying to go into detail, but these are the facts. And, um, you know, he is in hot water with the team hockey scandal. And, yes, I know in the court of law, everyone's innocent until proven guilty. But, it, you know, the, the, there are some things that are being worked against him for right now. So I am not going to put him in the clear for right now until everything is 100% resolved. But the one thing that you cannot deny is that it can be somewhat of a distraction and it can leave you pondering just like, oh, what's going to happen to Mikey? What's going to happen to him in this regard? So I think Fabian Zetterlid and um, Alexander Holtz, I think they both have earned their spot on the roster. Now, do I think Alexander Holtz is going to be a top six guy like I was projecting him to be? Um, I don't – I think he's got to earn it once again. Like it, it depends on what he does in practice, what he does behind the scenes. It depends on what – Jack Hughes and Andre Palat feel because those two are definitely going to have a major say because I think if Jack Hughes says he doesn't want to play with uh, Alexander Holt on the top line, I think Lindy Ruff will uh, listen to him in that regard. So I think they're going to sit everyone down. They're going to say like, look, here's what we need to do. Here's what adjustments we need to make. And here's uh, how we can put out the best roster. And like I said, guys, uh, it's a tough decision to, to make because Michael McLeod and um, Andreas Johnson are two solid players who can put up some sort of production for the Devils and Andreas Johnson. I think he proved uh, early on last season that he did have something left in the tank. And then Michael McLeod, just, I love the chemistry he has with Nathan Bastian, but unfortunately we got to make room for the young guys. We got to make room for Alexander Holtz and we got to uh, make room for 
Fabian Zettelin because both of those guys' ceilings are way higher than Andreas Johnson and Michael McLeod. And it's a tough decision that's going to have to be made. You know, it's not easy. No one said it was going to be easy, but I feel as though that's a necessary uh, measure in order to uh, put out the best roster for New Jersey Devils. Now, like I said, do I think Alexander Holtz has earned himself a spot on the top six? I may have uh, jumped the gun on that a little bit, but I think I still think he has a legitimate case. So that's where I stand with Fabian Zellin and Alexander Holtz. They both make the roster in my eyes. And, um, you know, but if I did have to predict another outcome, I'd say Fabian Zellin makes the roster and Alexander Holtz begins at Utica just for, you know, just to be better safe than sorry, because I'm sure cutting two uh, players that have been somewhat solid for New Jersey Devils the last couple years, especially with Michael McLeod and Andreas Johnson and, and the potential they could potentially do. I know that might be a little tough of a decision for Lindy Ruff and uh, Tom Fitzgerald to make, but you know, that that's second outcome, but I think Alexander Holtz makes the roster for New Jersey Devils. Now, before we continue with today's episode, I want to bring you guys the first and only live read this morning. And it comes from a new sponsor called Simply Safe. So the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home. They protect you with the cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. And I love it just because, you know, got to keep my possessions safe, got to keep that PS5, my TV, my laptop, my uh, equipment, all that has to be safe. And I use Simply Safe to, uh, to help uh, burglars uh, keep out of my house. So with 24 7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe agents calls you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. So uh, save 20% on Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. And there's no place like Simply Safe. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. Okay, so let's talk about Graham Clark. So we've been talking about players who could potentially make the roster, and I talked about two uh, decent named players who could potentially be cut for New Jersey Devils. So why not talk about Graham Clark? Because I saw this floating around on hockey Twitter, and someone said, I'm not sure if they were trolling or not, but you know what? I, I said this is intriguing enough for me to discuss about it on the show. Can Graham Clark make the opening night roster for New Jersey Devils? Because in this game against the – Islanders, he was able to score once again. And I've been talking about it the last couple episodes, saying that Graham Clark looks like similar to Alexander Holt. He looks like he has some sort of a purpose, looks like he's trying to make some sort of statement. He got his second preseason goal once again against the Islanders. And it's just like, you know what? Can he make the opening night roster? No, I just don't think so. Unfortunately, he he had no chance. It doesn't matter if he gets a hat trick in a game, or maybe it does, but I'm just maybe I'm overstepping it a little bit, but the, the point I'm just trying to make is that Graham Clark, I love what he's been able to do during preseason. I get that, uh, you know, people are hyping him up a little bit, but I just personally don't see him making the roster because I literally told you some of the players who are a lock to make the opening night roster for New Jersey Devils. You got Thomas Tatar, who went uh, out during preseason, similar to Jesper Boquist, went on a 
FU tour and was able to, uh, you know, actually have some solid production. So he's a lot. Nico Heischer's a lot. Jesper Bratt's a lot. Andre Palat's a lot. Uh, Jack Hughes, Yegor Sharangovich, Miles Wood, Eric Kala, Dawson Mercer. Pretty much the only three players that are up in the air to make the open night roster for New Jersey Devils are Andreas Johnson, Michael McLeod, and Nathan Bastian because, let's face it, our defense and our goalies, they're pretty much set. So Ryan Graves, Dougie Hamilton, Jonas Siegenthaler, Damon Severson, John Marino, Brendan Smith, those are our defensemen moving forward. So, uh, and our, we already got our goalie tandem. So, uh, you know, it's basically just like what's going to happen to the forwards. So, unfortunately, uh, Graham Clark, despite me being somewhat impressed with his overall outing during the course of preseason, he's just similar to Andreas Johnson and similar to a few other players. He's the odd man out. Like, do we have any room for him? Like, where do we put him? Like, where do we insert him? And it, I feel as though, like, you know, we just be taking a roster spot away from someone who has a higher ceiling than Graham Clark. Remember, Graham Clark is the brother of Brant Clark. There was also rumors saying that maybe Brant Clark could come over to the New Jersey Devils uh, in the draft if if he fell to the Devils. But uh, digressing a little bit, digressing way a bit. Uh, Graham Clark, great player, loved what he saw. Um, and, you know, I'm very impressed what he's been able to do during the course of preseason. But it's just like there's no room for him. And, it, and it's a situation that the Devils are in, and it's a good situation to be in. But um, he's going to be a great player for Utica, not for the Devils. And quite honestly, I just don't see him making the Devils roster unless the Devils suffer a couple of, God forbid, major injuries to a few key players. So he'll get his chance, just not right now. Because theoretically, if we do uh, let him onto the roster, how high is his ceiling? And that's something I've been talking about with Alexander Holt and Fabian Zetterlin. Like, how high can you potentially take Graham Clark? Like, did he just give him the best of his best ability during the course of preseason? And how much can you push him? And that's the X factor that goes into the way of Alexander Holtz and Fabian Zetterlin is because you both can, they both can be pushed to greater heights. They could both be pushed to greater lengths to the point where, you know, if we put Alexander Holtz in the right position, he could put his name into the Calder Memorial Trophy race and try to win rookie of the year. And the same could be said for maybe Fabian Zetterlin, but you know, no one's really going to be talking about that. So with Graham Clark, great player, love what he brings. And I love what he did during the course of preseason, but unfortunately doesn't matter what he did during the course of preseason. He never had a fair shot. He had zero. And now let's end the show on a positive note. Let's talk about Nico. Heischer. So for background information, if you've been living under a rock, Nico, Heischer suffered an injury first preseason game against the Montreal Canadians. And, at first, people were speculating, saying, oh, it's just a cramp. He'll be fine. And that's what I reported on. I said, okay, Nico Heischer is cramping. He'll be good to go. Uh, it, it, cramping is usually day-to-day. Just drink some pickle juice, do some extra stretches, yoga, whatever the case might be. He'll be good to go uh, a couple preseason games from now. And I was like – and then I get the news saying that it's a hamstring strain. And I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. That's even worse. Cramping is day-to-day. Hamstring is week-to-week. Now – I'm not trying to jump to anything, but uh, according to reports, Nico Heischer has been walking around with no limp, and that is a good sign. And I did make the prediction saying that I think Nico Heischer could miss the first couple of games of the year. So our first game is going to be against the Philadelphia Flyers. So I was like, I think we're going to be without our captain. But the fact that he's walking with no limp and, the and you know, we still have one more preseason game. We have seven more days before – 
I believe uh, we play our first game of the year. So if you if Nico Heischer is walking well, if we give him a couple more days to rest and recover and, you know, if he's uh, able to suit up in practice and maybe non-contact drills, then maybe my prediction will be wrong. Maybe he'll miss only one game or no game. So my original prediction for Nico Heischer was that he was going to miss uh, the first two games of the year at least because, you know, the Devils tend to not really tell the full story when it comes to injuries. And I get that they're not the only NHL team, but it just seems like, you know, why do we continue to mislead the fan base? But uh, that, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a team personnel, so I can't really talk uh, further on that. Just giving you guys a report of what I saw. So good news for Nico Heischer. So maybe our captain will be good to go. So as for today's episode, that's all that I'm going to have for you. So final cuts will be made, I believe, in a few hours after this episode goes live. So give me your guys' uh, thoughts. Like, who do you think is going to make the roster? Who's going to get cut? And what do you think about Alexander Holtz, Fabian Zerlin, and Graham Clark so far during the course of preseason? Leave your comments down below. Make sure to follow me on my personal Twitter page at TreyMatt4 and the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. And if the official Devils Twitter page can do it, there's no excuse for you not to do it. So uh, that's all time I have for you. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.